What's up, Moon Goons? We're back again at Contamination here in St. Louis, Missouri, the St. Louis Horror Sci-Fi Convention, and we are sitting down here with Naomi Grossman. Naomi, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. Now, Naomi Grossman plays is most famously known to play Pepper in American Horror Story, and uh, we are very excited to have you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I know Marshall's done a lot of the research, and yes. he's, he's very excited about having you today here, so I'm uh, going to let Marshall... I did the research on a couple others. Marshall's ready to rock. First of all, let's say um, one thing that kind of claimed to fame about, uh, uh, about Naomi, and especially Pepper, is that Pepper was the... So far, the first and one and only character to be seen in multiple seasons of American Horror Story. Because the fans show always, you know, that it's different characters every season. But Pepper's the one and only one to come back in two different seasons as the same character. So that's American Horror Story history. Yes, it is. Ah, so, yes. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, before we, I would get into my questions on Pepper and, and on that stuff. I want I found some interesting. Um, background information that seems very intriguing first of all you were born in denver from what i saying, but you went to high school in argentina so how did that ha- how did you go <laughs> from denver to argentina for high school that's that's not down the street no it was not right you know nowadays there's like commuting and there's <laughs> busing <laughs> issues flying no. down yeah, yeah no uh no i was an exchange student in high school okay exchange um, student that makes sense yeah i probably maybe should Clarify, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, there's reasons for that, actually, um, which I don't know if I should go into. Um, you say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. You know what? For a while, I had a day job. Uh, my sort of actor ding-dong, you know, uh, keeping me from a uh, waiting table job okay. uh, was a Spanish teacher. And I spoke. I, I taught at a school that uh, required you be a native speaker. And so for a while, I had to, to kind of uh, sort of f- fibbing. Just kind of finagle uh, your uh, yeah, Spanish a little bit. <laughs> so uh, anyway, saying I, you know, grew up in Argentina, quote unquote, <laughs> uh, was a, was kind of my way around it. Um, you know, when you say, oh, I was there for a year as an exchange student, it sort of like lessens it. Uh, but the fact is, I grew up there. Like I, in that one year, I became the person I am. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's a little bit uh, maybe political of me. It's a stretch. Um, that's all. It's just a stretch. It's not breaking the rules. At the end of the day, I mean, it really is. It was a formative year. It's it. Um, I grew up there. I, I started as one person and I came out another. And uh, so that's my way <laughs> of justifying my life. That's, that's fair enough. And then, of course, you came back to the States after that and you went to college at Northwestern, which is a great school. It is. Uh, where you made you got your theater degree. Yep. Was that Go Huskies? North, uh, no. no. North Illinois. That's Northern Illinois. Oh. My uh, Wildcats. Whoops. We're, going, um, we're bowl bound this year, by yeah, the way. Yeah, again. Uh, it's been a while. But, I know. Uh, but Northwest is a great school. Um, theater degree, it's also, um, I guess, with your BFA, uh, uh, I assume, in, in, in theater. Believe it or not, it's a BS. Yeah, yours is a BS. See, I have a theater degree. Mine's a BFA. Yeah, so I didn't well, it makes more sense. I mean, it sounds like BS that I got a BS, <laughs> but for whatever reason, it is a science. Consi- All right. considered a science there. Um, then after that, you were also a member of the famous Groundlings for a while. That mm-hmm. was that had been a great experience for you. So, I mean, how did you get involved there, and how, I mean, what did you... Were you involved like the years like I don't know like Will Ferrell was there? Like so many people have gone through those doors. Like, what was your time with the Groundlings? 
Sure. Um, so, yeah, Groundlings is, you know, both a theater and a school. So it's, I started out in the school. Right. Um, I would say it was about 2001, I believe, I got in, in, involved. And, um, you know, I just went through all the levels, you know, took all the classes. And uh, slowly, as you, you know, I say slowly because it is a very long process. Like, if... I tell people it, if you want to be an astronaut, it's about as, about that long. Like wow. you're gonna probably get to space sooner than you're gonna <laughs> get on the ground stage. Um, so uh, you know, I went through all the hoops and all that, and eventually, I guess 2006, I got in the Growling Sunday Company, and that's um, you know, it's I don't want to say pyramid scheme because it makes it sound like it's not legit, but it it is it works that way. Like you know, slowly they kind of lose people as they go so I got basically as high as you can get before you become a groundling uh, and then I did unfortunately I did get cut eventually uh. but you know what no tears like mm. I mean not that I didn't shed them then uh, but, but I'm sure a lot of great experience came from well that. and not just I'm sorry but the, the list of people that have been cut mm. <laughs> is so much more impressive right. than those who've actually made I mean I've been on podcasts with Adam Carolla mm. Hands down, the funniest guy <laughs> yeah. I've ever had a conversation right. with, and yet, yeah, I mean, I've got years past him on it, the Groundling. Mm. So, uh, you know, Conan O'Brien. I mean, there's like a bazillion yeah. hilarious, right. very successful comedians, way more successful than the ones that actually became Groundlings. Sorry, <laughs> Groundlings. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, while I was there, let's see, uh, Kristen Wiig was performing there. Oh yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I mean, that that was before these guys were household names right. right and I remember watching them on stage thinking god there's only there's you know there's empty seats in here there's like 50 of us like enjoying this performance like this the world needs to see this sort of talent but isn't that kind of a treat too it's like oh, you got yeah. this exclusive little intimate 50 person performance well, by you know and yeah. it gave me solace because as you know I was anxious to have a uh, a break and I thought well god if if Melissa McCarthy isn't like hasn't been launched to super mega stardom then I sure don't deserve that so it gave me it it, it made it I mean of course she has eventually but um, it it made it better easier for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay it's still a great experience that I have though and that's pretty uh, pretty awesome to be a part of that Um, let's move back now let's transition back to to, uh, Pepper and American Horror Story um now, how did, did you go on to, I assume you went into audition for the role. What was the audition process like for that character? Did you know you auditioned for Pepper, or is it one of these secret things you just go and read or like some random part, you don't know who it is, that you just get, you get well, hired? Well, um, they did say, you know, um, yes, I was auditioning for Pepper, but okay. I didn't know what Pepper was. Uh-huh. It was just a name okay. at that point. Uh, there was no mention of microcephalia or, right. um, you know, special needs or schlitzy or I, I had no idea uh, who this character was. Um all I knew is that they were looking for someone that was four to five feet tall, possibly malformed, and childlike. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm a five feet even, so I barely squeaked by. I was, if anything, a giant in the room. Right. Um, 
uh, malformed. I mean, I can't do that. Like, I, I'm, you know. Yeah. So I had if you're to. Really committed. You're gonna cut off your foot. Okay, come on. Well, you know, I had to have confidence in myself and think. Well, you know, they know I'm not malformed, and yet I still got the call. Right. So I, I, I just have to figure that that is the possibly is <laughs> you got the childlike the operative though. childlike you know yeah that's just something i can do Booyah. you know i knew not to wear a, too much cleavage or you know booty shorts right. like <laughs> you know there's things i can do to kind of help that right um but yeah in the actual audition they gave me a monologue of jessica lang's from season one okay um and which of course had nothing to do with anything <laughs> and then they had me they gave me a ball and tried to get me to play with them uh, like as a little improv right. as if I were a four year old so now like in retrospect I get what they were doing you know they wanted to see that I had range that I could go from the young you know or playful early pepper right. to the later evolved alien abducted pepper I get it. But at the time, I was like, what is this? Like, you're not going to cast me to be a four-year-old. Like, if you want a four-year-old, you get a four-year-old. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, this isn't theater where we're being, you know, right, uh, you have to put on overalls. Yeah. Right, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to play 80 and, right. you know, age me. Like, no, we don't do that on television. Right. <laughs> if you need an 80-year-old, you get an 80-year-old. Exactly. So it makes sense now, but at the time, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> well, you, you nailed it. I mean, it's, it's a great show. I, I enjoy it. Peppers, um, Pepper. I mean, it, it's such a. She's such a sympathetic and but sad character too. I remember, especially watching her in Asylum, that, uh, season two, which was such a great season. I, one of my personal favorites. And just, I don't know. There's something about Pepper that just like you feel sorry for, her, but but she's so also she seemed kind of sweet if I remember correctly too. Oh, yeah. it's, it was just tragically sad, but but she had an innocence and happiness to her as well. It seemed like it was such a unique character in. In, in that world where everybody was like almost everybody's like just has something horribly wrong with them like there's bad a lot of bad people and just well obviously I'm biased but um, <laughs> I think the casting was excellent um, <laughs> no but they you know they obviously weren't able to give me the lines they couldn't tell me yeah. straight up like look we need you to go Full retard or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, right, I mean, right, right. Hey, I mean, no, that's fine. You can no. say full retard. Mm -hmm. right. That's okay. No, I mean, no. I'm, I'm nodding. I'm tipping my hat to uh, Tropic Thunder. Of course. Uh, but the point <laughs> you is, never go full retard. Um, <laughs> I, they couldn't tell me exactly what they were doing because let's face it, you tell, you know, they'd have to tell not just me but all the actresses, right. uh, and not just the actresses. Their managers, their agents, in some cases, their lawyers. So you you let all these people in on what you're doing. Boom! Like, jig yeah. is up. Like yeah. half of Hollywood knows what American Horror Story is doing. Right. So really, like, they have to keep things that under wraps. That said, they were able to, with this the very little amount of information they gave me, they could learn about me. Like, okay, this girl's an improviser. Yeah. She's good at big characters. She can handle dialogue. She can also, you know, like they could see the kind of range that I, that I can do, and that's and that's something because yeah. they didn't give, you know, they were able to see that with not a lot of info. Yeah. Right. Again, you're grounding. Like you said exactly. You're you're being able to improvise, and then you're like. Being a character, I, again, being, I think, having your stage, your theater background helps with, especially, I would think, more with be doing certain characters like that, especially where it's very more physical, facial expressions, and right. you're, you're doing more, I, so you had a great background for that, I, I yeah, guess I'm trying yeah. to say. Um, now, what was it like, 
because you actually went. I guess did the, I don't know if it was your choice, but we'll find uh, or they if the studio made you. But when you shaved your, you actually shaved your head for the part. When now, because most a lot of times you know now they do ball caps and wear makeup. So was that your choice to actually shave your head for this, or was that something they? Oh like, no, definitely not my choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no woman is just trying to shave her head. But I didn't know. I didn't know if you were going like Demi Moore and like you know G.I. Jane way back in the day. No, shit, well not only that, they didn't even. It wasn't really shaved. It was. All, all but that little squirrely piggy tail. Yeah. So that was actually my hair. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I was having to actually it was a big that, that was also a huge secret. Mm. I was having to kind of um, j- justify why I would go without telling anyone what I was doing. Right, right. I couldn't. New fashion choice? Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like, if this is working. Why would I go from like this conservative bob that I basically had my whole <laughs> life to this crazy Hare Krishna haircut? Like, what did I join a cult? Like, what? Right. Why would I do that other than for a role? But right. even then, like, what role is that? Right. You know, so um, it was tricky. Like, I would, I had a wig that I would wear, oh, wow. you know, <laughs> during the day. I'd, you know, take it out to work out. Obviously, I'm not wearing a wig to the right. yoga right. class. <laughs> but, um, well, and it did compromise me. I mean, there was a couple uh, dates that ended in hot tubs <laughs> that probably ended early because, you know, <laughs> wigs get weird when they're wet. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, but no, that's funny. I mean, I definitely wasn't trying to do that, but at the same time, I got the I I got the sense that that was something they really wanted, and I wasn't about to lose lose this opportunity. Right. To be perfectly honest, I, I love it when people commit to the the role so much that they they do alterations that they can. Like again, can't do malformed, but right. you can cut your hair. You could, you know, like sure. you can, you know. I wouldn't get like a tattoo or anything, but I mean, I'm just saying, but like doing the haircut, doing my, possibly like a limp or staying committed even outside, uh, like character actors or not, not character actors, but people who do like the method or what's the, is that what's called? Method the, acting. The method acting. Yeah. Um, I always appreciate that. I always think that's really neat. So yeah, you know, I mean, I've never you, been asked to like gain 40 pounds or lose right, 40 right. pounds. Like that kind of freaks me out when you start sure. messing with your health. But I agree. It's not like I had this fantastic like Pantene commercial career. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I did, maybe that hair would be of more value to me. But as, as it is, that bob wasn't doing me any favors. Right. <laughs> so. Um, a few other things I, I, I noticed that you, you've been involved in that I found very interesting. Um, one, I, I experienced, they were less of the shorts, uh, so uh, people, but you, I guess, were played Amy Winehouse in a short once and also Kim Cattrall? Well, okay, so. <laughs> How, what was that? During my Groundlings days, um, well, actually, after them, uh, you know, I was kind of in a point where I was like, okay, I need. I want to be an actor, but I'm not acting. So, and the problem was I just wasn't getting cast, you know? And the fact is it's kind of like chicken, the egg, like you're not going to get the roles unless you've got work under your belt. Like, you know, but how do you get work on your belt if you can't get cast? So I had to cast myself and that's what I did. I basically had all these sketches from all those days at the groundlings kind of just, collecting dust in the closet so I got him out of the closet and got a camera and found okay. some eyeliner and <laughs> so, that, so that's cool so that was that, that's their own stuff then because I, I didn't realize it was your, that was your own thing uh, well that yeah was, that was those were self-produced shorts very cool yeah. um, well all these will transition this because another thing I know you don't you've self-produced and you've also not just your acting but you've also be, 
do writing and producing. You've written mm -hmm. a couple, at least one solo play, The Girl uh, in Argentine Landscape, which is a, a solo show. And then you also wrote the uh, uh, Carnival Carnival Knowledge, which right. was, is that a solo show as well? Yes, they're both. Both solo? One of my shows. So that's pretty cool. I, how, I can't imagine doing a solo a solo play would be so much to, like, for you to write, produce, and be in it. Tell, how was that for you? And, and they tore. Like, they were they played in like in oh, yeah. big theaters. So yeah, yeah. West End and London yeah, and Ireland. off Broadway. And, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Scotland. Scotland, yes. thank you. Edinburgh, the Scotland, Edinburgh that, Fringe I, Festival. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Um, yeah, I just so where did that come from? Like your, so, yeah, your again, I don't, like, I, I, I never set out in Hollywood to be a writer-producer. That was just out of necessity. Like, I just... Like I said, nobody was writing for me. Nobody was producing me. So right. I, I needed to make that happen for myself. And, uh, yeah, so those shows, um, yeah, they're honestly to this day, they're like, the, they're the thing I'm most proud of, actually. I guess because, I mean, that's something that it's you, all me. That's, you yeah. carry that. That's you know, your, your I mean, baby. American Horror Story is a huge hit thanks to thousands of people <laughs> on staff. Right. And, um and not to mention millions of dollars. Right. Uh, huge studio behind them. I, on the other hand, it was like basically my Spanish teaching <laughs> that you money, you know, whatever didn't go to rent uh, went towards those shows. That's, that's, I, that's so, uh, I, that's very, I guess you say inspirational, very motivation. It's, it's such a cool thing to be able to see, you you know, self-motivate and do that and, and make it happen for yourself and make sure some people don't aren't able to do that or don't do that it's showing like hustle and hard work pays yes. off yeah yeah um the other thing i noticed that you might just um apparently you were on an episode of hell's kitchen <laughs> Did oh you yeah do, was that like, were you a chef i, I don't watch no hell's i'm not were a you, chef at all that's kind of a surprise yeah, i was like hell's <laughs> kitchen that's an odd one what <laughs> well yeah n is that on my imdb yeah <laughs> <laughs> so weird no i mean i uh you know how publicists are. Oh, I got you on this. I got you yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my publicist said, you know, would you like to dine at Hell's Kitchen? Okay, and good. I was like, I'm sure. hungry. Sure. <laughs> so, sure enough, uh, All right, so you're I want to say Danny Trejo and I were sitting at the table going, okay. Now, that's an interesting dinner yeah. guest. <laughs> I can't imagine what that conversation would have been like. Um, and lastly, I noticed this because this was a huge, I was a big fan of this show. Uh you were a translator, it said, on a Destination Truth. Right. Uh, love that show at Jazz Gage. So much fun. Um, and I, honestly, I'm guessing you were a Spanish translator there, right. uh, now that you say that. Mm -hmm. um, what were your uh, What were some of the your memories from that? Like, I guess, were they down in Argentina? Where Where would you Where'd you go for those? Yeah. Um, not going to be able to talk too much. Those uh, were not my. I'm glad you enjoyed it. At least someone did. <laughs> I was I was not happy. Okay. Um, which I shouldn't probably say. Uh, you know what? Josh and I are friends. It's fine. But <laughs> we don't need to air dirty uh, laundry. Here. No, I just, okay. I just saw like that's. I love the show. It was a lot of fun, and it's neat that you're a translator and it's on there. It's shocking to me that people love that show because I it was. It was hell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shoot. imagine like filming it would have been hell. Like seeing what these guys, the, what everybody's on there doing, trudging through things, sitting out in the wilderness. I'm sure it was hell, but man, I, I also like the idea of like you know, hunting for these, you know, mythical creatures and all that. Well, that's cool. the problem. Is um, so yeah. I mean, but to answer your question, I was in the Spanish-speaking areas as well as Portuguese. So okay. I, let's see, for that I went to Chile, Argentina, uh, uh, Brazil. I guess that's it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was 
not just the translator, I was the fixer, which is basically somebody who's kind of, I wasn't just the on-air person. I was making sure the, you know, crew got seated at dinner. And you know what I mean? Like, I was a translator all the time. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just like, oh, like I was kind of, I mean, I was essentially a producer when you think about it. Yeah, like, I yeah. was kind of making things, making it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I didn't even thought about so that. So it was a lot of work. I yeah. think ha if I just got to, like, sit in my trailer and wait for my close-up, it would have been one <laughs> thing. But I was basically, you know. You were doing two jobs. I was wiping the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, a little more compensation here. Come it on. Exactly. Yeah. That's and then uh, lastly, you are involved. I think your own. You have your own uh, red meat productions. Is like your own little. Is that your? I own mean, again, that was out of necessity. As I was producing, you know, these shorts and my solo shows, I knew it would look better to have kind of a name behind me. Right. Okay. And the name is really Naomi Grossman, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I gave it a, a, a name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some I kind of like the name. Actually. Yeah, that's yeah. a great. Yeah. A um, little homage to Argentina. Oh, is that where it comes from? Yeah. Okay. Well, they well, also have great food. They have again, great meat, great beef. I yes. mean, jeez, my God. Well, the first, uh, the the my the first production was indeed Girl in Argentine Landscape, which, as you can imagine, was based on that transformative year in Argentina. So, um, you know, when I was creating a name for it, I thought, oh, red meat entertainment. You know, it's like raw and kind yeah. of um, oh, yeah, juicy and yeah. gritty and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That makes perfect sense. Now I mean, now that, right? in Hollywood, it's like all the vegans, little oh, red meat. <laughs> oh, but vegan. don't, you know. don't get Marshall started. Don't get me started. On me. I, I guess we're in St. Louis, so it's we're, it's, yeah. we're safe here, <laughs> we're safe. right? Yeah, yeah. We this is a safe zone. It's yeah, a safe spot. Okay. Um, no, that, that's awesome. Um, so, what's next for you coming down the pipe? Like, are, are, will will we be? I know a lot. Is there going to be more American Horror Story for you in the future? Do you know, like, either as Piper or not Pepper? Sorry, or you know, like they do with. Uh, somebody else new kick bring you back or is it, you have other projects coming down the pipeline that we, people can look for you in sure i don't know anything about pepper or piper for that yeah, matter. Piper is. Um, <laughs> sorry piper uh, watching you cast as piper now in a few um no that's that's sort of not it i mean obviously it's for me to accept if given the opportunity but um that hasn't been availed to me so um i'm sort of at the mercy of the creators and producers to put me in okay. and the fans for that matter I mean fans have a whole lot more say in this sort of thing than we give them credit for I mean so you heard it fans if you want to see more pepper let them know or just no, more my or just more Naomi uh, you know absolutely uh, text tweet yeah, I don't know how you get no, that's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's someone at FX that is employed just to read these tweets. Really? They really do care. Mm -hmm. Like, All I've right. seen, I've actually watched the show sort of evolve according to what uh, fans want. For that matter, I was back for that second season just because Again, that's what fans wanted. Yeah, it's, it's wow. American Horror Story history. First person, first character to repeat seasons. Right. It's not just American Idol anymore where you, like, dial your favorite. Like, you can dial your favorite in a way. You know? That's yeah. really cool. I... I I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I never really, you know, would stop and think about they would actually. No, have they want fans yeah, to be happy. Want, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of movies have been made that way too. Like I know Veronica Mars. It was all like uh, crowdfund. It was like. Well, yeah. Uh, Why do you think like, Norman Reedus won't die on Walking yeah. Dead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. it would. Exactly. Like women would riot. In yeah, the America West. would crumble like, if, if yeah. Norman Reedus died. <laughs> if Daryl. That's guys. what I'm saying. They're trying to please us. Right. So. Right. That's um, it. 
I guess I'd be amiss. The last question I'll ask is, and you probably get you probably were fed up with asking it, but Arliss, I gotta ask it. The makeup process for Pepper was probably pretty intense, uh, mm-hmm. pretty long. Process. You don't look anything like Pepper. Obviously, <laughs> no, of course not. It was kind of a rough <laughs> night. I, <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a big transformation. Like how I, I assume you show up at the trail like fight like what four or five in the morning, and there for four hours before filming. Like, what's the makeup process day like to get? Yeah, I mean, it obviously it. depends on when I'm called to set. Uh, I mean, there were, yes, there were plenty of 4 a.m. days. You got to figure my makeup was about a three, two and a half to three hour process. Okay. So, you know, set life is sort of like all about hurry up and wait. So you got to figure if I get there at four, I'm in makeup until seven. Um, you know, get a little breakfast and get into costume. Like, okay, maybe I'm called to set by eight. Um, then we have a rehearsal, ready to go by nine. And nine is a very civilized time to start work. Let's face yeah, it, most yeah. America very, does. Very so going, getting there at four is actually like absolutely necessary wow. if, if that's the time schedule. So when you have that makeup put on, uh, you know, are you walking around as Naomi? Are you when that makeup comes on and you look in the mirror and you see Pepper because it is a transformation? Yeah. Do you start to just kind of act more like Pepper? I mean, yes. you start kind of going in that mode, or are you walking around just like, "Hey guys, how's it going? Whatever, oh, cantaloupe, sweet." You know, I mean, or are you more in a Pepper <laughs> mode? Uh, no, I, I do go into Pepper when I when the makeup comes. It's kind of like if you've ever had the experience of putting on a wig like when I go into a wig store and I put on a big you know brunette mane I can't help but sound like Sophia Vergara I just do I go there and so um yeah I it's the same sort of thing it's it, that's why actually when I came back late in the asylum uh, after the alien abduction yes. and I needed to all of a sudden be all smart it was weird to me like oh how do I <laughs> right. it's a shift talk. it's a big shift yeah, 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 I, yeah. okay so no more monosyllabic grunts okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotten so good at kind of crouching down and you know mm. blurting out you know <laughs> nonsensical yeah. weirdness that it sounding intelligent was actually sort of a stretch right yeah all right uh, it's <laughs> so that's so cool um we won't take any more time i know we get just a lot of people here want to uh meet you and sign do the autograph thing so but thank you very much for sitting down with us because i would love to pick your brain all, for so much longer Aww. but i'm not gonna uh, <laughs> not gonna take up any more of your time but again naomi grossman thank you so much for sitting down with us best of luck in, in everything you do in the future so thank you so much thank you thank you have all a right. great day <laughs>